0: Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentleman. This guy over here is named Sean. Uh, and that other guy's Ricky. Hey, I guess you are sounding good in the box over there. I need to let you out every so often. It's starting to get, starting to get smelly I'm, over there.
1: I'm, 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 I'm freaking fighting off a cold right now. Everybody in my house has had a cold for like three days, and I've been strong. And now, like right before the podcast, my nose started getting stopped up, and I'm like, nope, nope. Mind over matter. I don't want to
0: get sick. Don't want to know what that matter is. Oh, so I want to express some feelings of anger. Anger. That's usually my job. (laughs) Well, so I'm a guy. I'm a Transformers guy. I am a guy, but I'm a Transformers guy. And uh, Takara has put out... A while back, they're going to make a masterpiece hound figure. I've been really excited for it. I've, I've it's one of the one of the toys I never had as a kid. Masterpiece style. I'm all for it, except for it's hundred dollars more than I would have ever paid for it. So uh, hundred more. It's a hun- Yes. So normally these figures are around seventy to eighty dollars. Right. Um, but they've gotten into recently making some other figures that are very expensive and so this first one that's dropped since the last one I bought was Sunstreaker which um, you know is an amazing figure it's very well detailed very ingenious transformation like it does things it literally does mass shifting you do not know how that large of a robot comes from such a compact car It is. it is a sight to behold Right. Don't get me wrong. That 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 was you know reasonably priced. Hundred and seventy bucks for this Jeep. <laughs> I don't know if it was the licensing or if they've actually had to hire a wizard. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing Aww. that. This may be it- the end of my masterpiece collectibility. So. That's ridiculous. Well, the though. new wow. and but I've talked about the new the version three of Optimus Prime four hundred and forty dollars. That's, that's that's crazy talk. That's not no,
1: yeah.
0: That's not me. That's not me, dude. Yeah, that's like the people
1: that get the hot toys. You know, they look amazing, but there's there's no way I would ever. I I don't know it. If if I, if, I if you could had never me, see myself spending that much,
0: I would drop. I could drop a bill on a hot toy like a. Uh, uh, Red Skull, like a like a Boba Fett, like a Captain America. Yeah, not spending to a turn dollars. Yeah, no, no, not not doing it. Not 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 the eight hundred for the hot toys, uh, Iron Man, uh, Veronica armor. You know the Hulk Buster. Not doing that. Not doing it. But uh, something I might be doing, and this relates yeah. to something that Sean will be bringing up later. And we're bringing it up now. Anyway, uh, you yes. reminded me that uh, the Jedi Fallen Order, uh, yes. E3's going on. They dropped some game footage. And I forgot that we didn't talk about how amazing that trailer was for that game. Uh, after watching this game footage, dude, I'm, I'm sold. It's going to be day one, probably.
1: <laughs> yeah, it looks amazing. Um, you know, I... Uh, just it, it's finally seems like a Star Wars game where uh, you you start off semi powerful. You, you I mean in the game footage we see a lot of force pull, force push, uh, use of the lightsaber. You know it, it's it doesn't start you off at the bare bones so that you have to work your way up and finally feel accomplished towards the end of the game. Um from what I've I've watched a couple of YouTubers, uh, you know, discuss the footage and all this and what they think of the gameplay, wow. and uh, you know, a couple of them compared it to, uh, you know, a Dark Souls esque or more so Sekiro. Uh, it looks amazing. I can't wait. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, I, lo- I
0: love eating it. Sekiro. They have that the the yum yum sauce you put on the rice
1: yes sure that's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about absolutely
0: yes but um man this gave me so watching the trailer and watching this footage it gave me the feeling dude you know when you hear the Star Wars music and you get that you know that yeah. A- 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 ASMR or whatever the heck it is going on
1: well it, it's really cool did you notice uh, or have you listened to enough of the I didn't realize the uh, the main character is, uh, that, that is the Joker from Gotham.
0: Oh, no, you know, he did look familiar, but now that you say that, yep, that's that guy, yeah.
1: Yep, that's the Joker from Gotham, and then, of course, we've got Forrest Whitaker, which, you know, gives us, he, the way he looks compared to the way he looks in Rogue One, this should give us some sort of timeline as to, uh, when this movie, or when this game occurs,
0: well, it's right after the fall fall of the empire, uh, because I mean that's what he's doing. He's like a they're cutting up uh, uh, spaceships for uh, you know whatever they're doing with them. So it's yeah. right after it the great. battles of all that. Great. Yeah, and it looks really great. Uh, the gameplay footage, I could feel, you know, because of playing Battlefront Two. There's there's some similar things uh, right. that you, that you felt watching that trailer. And, uh, man, I liked it. it, I liked where the, I I was picking up what they were putting down.
1: Yeah. And not to mention the, uh, the gameplay footage that you watched was off an Xbox 360. So we have no idea how this will look on a, you know, an Xbox one X or a PS four. So, Ooh, it could look really great. Really great.
0: Yeah, and, you know, still be an EA, yeah, um, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I, I, don't That'd know. Be good. I don't know. I don't know. be good.
0: Well, you know, I, I've never had... I mean, I know a lot of people have had issue. I'm not a big gamer, so I can't speak with any authority to any of that, but I've had fun, fun playing Battlefront 2, and so have my kids. So, you know, we didn't buy anything extra or nothing, but it looks fun. Uh, and something else that... I wanted to talk about this. I put this on here specifically because the trailer for it, Ad Astra came out, and uh, I wanted to get your opinion on it first.
1: Right. Uh, I well, I just watched it. I finished it up right before the podcast. I like this. This looks really good. Um, you know, Brad Pitt is one of those actors that is kind of like wine. the The older he gets, the more I like the characters he plays. The more I like, you know, uh, the the choice in movies that he he chooses to take. And uh, he, he can take the role of anything. So I have no problem when I see a sci-fi film and Brad Pitt. Uh, the fact that we get to see Tommy Lee Jones even secures it even more so. Uh, and it looks like one of those that, you know, may make you uh, think about things as the movie goes along. So i will jump into this one head first
0: looks great, yeah, and I was wondering, so it felt a, a felt it fell a little flat for me, but then I realized I'm like I should be really excited about this. am I jaded to genre film trying to push into what I already like it is has Avengers ruined me to see normal normal but people doing like the Martian yeah I mean <laughs> I should be excited for this, and it made me kind of mad. I'm like, no, everything oh. looked good. Tommy Lee Jones, Brad Pitt, come on That's now, right. Rick, get your butt in gear.
1: Yeah, it looks great.
0: Uh, I, I like to see
1: movies like this, especially when they have a great budget behind them and some a couple of really good actors. I thought I know a lot of people didn't care for it. I thought Gravity was a great movie. I still have to I, watch it. I thought you know it it's one of those that it it uses the large budget for a good purpose it gives you cinematography and stuff throughout the entire movie where you're just like this is real uh you know you you get totally immersed in the film, and this looks like one of those that it might happen that way
0: yeah and i what I'm meaning is i don't I don't want to be that guy that only like I'm only there for. Avengers and you know, my comic book stuff and my Star right. Wars. I want to be able to enjoy a movie like Inception and be part of that, you know. Oh yeah. Uh. yeah. see I,
1: I still love I still love going to see movies that aren't comic book related, totally. And I, I know they're few and far between, but that falls on me because time to go see a movie is few and far between, so I'm very picky at the ones I I take the opportunity to go and see. So there, there's a lot of times that these movies I really would love to see in the theater that i just wait for them to come out on Blu-ray.
0: Yeah, I thought that about uh, one specifically uh, earlier today while I was sitting down to watch a movie we're going to talk about a little later. But... Um, one of the most exciting things Sean has ever heard of is yes. it came had some news this week. Now this was this is more you than me because I was the comic book guy before this happened. I love it. Don't get me wrong, I right. love it, but I know that people that were younger than me absolutely this is their X Men.
1: Oh yeah, the X Men animated series. You know, talks of bringing it back. Continuing the story, this, oh, th- this would just, it would be, it would be something. Just, I can't believe it's in the talks to actually happen. I would love it. I would absolutely love it. the The memories I have of literally getting off the bus and X Men was the first thing. It, I remember that music as I came through my door because. You know, you, you, you get to watch X-Men, you get a snack, uh, if you can, if 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 mom ain't looking, you finish Batman animated series, and then you gotta go do homework. Like, this was a
0: staple every day in my life. I, I absolutely love this series. Well, my memories of the series were uh, Logan and Cyclops yelling Gene three times an episode, but <laughs> I, I, I did enjoy the series. Um and one of the things I was surprised about that I enjoyed from the series was the mythology they stuck to from the comics to the series. I yeah. mean like one of the main things about the first episode is Morph for God's sakes. And I'm like wait, Morph that's the that's the Changeling guy that died in like X-Men 42. Yep. Yeah. And uh they kept him in there and made him a character. He was important to Logan. That's one of his driving forces in that first episode was the death of Morph. Spoilers. And then later on, whenever I started getting back into comics a little bit, I found this series called The Exiles, which Morph was a main character. One of the alternate dimension characters they pulled was Morph. And, nice. uh... It made me think back to that X-Men series and, you know, I, it, it and it was a really great series the first two or three seasons and I know that people bemoaned the last like two like they changed animation studios, the story went to crap because they right. stopped, you know. There was a whole bunch of things about the end of that series that people did not did not do not remember fondly, but those first seasons were amazing and they were great to see on TV. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Fox Fox Kids. Renew it. Bring it back. Do it. So, did you read the article with the details about the X-Men versus Fantastic Four movie?
1: I actually did not get to that, so well, we, please we, enlighten me. We
0: talked about it last episode, that this was a thing that was going to happen. A big, conglomerate mess of a monster of the Fox properties, X-Men, Fantastic Four, Daredevil, Ghost Rider, whatever... Well, they brought some details out about that. It was going to be inspired by Civil War. the Not the movie, but the story in the comics. There right. was going to be a hardcore fight between Wolverine and Mr. Fantastic, which Mr. Fantastic wins in a very brutal way. You could go read the article, but this was kind of trippy. That's awesome. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. and And to have... We could have had two movies that uh, both have been inspired by Civil War. That would have been been pretty funny. Um, Also, I put this in here thinking, oh, Comic-Con's coming up. Oh, no, no, no. DC is not doing... Warner Brothers is not going to be at San Diego Comic-Con 2019. Right. But they did announce that they will come back big time in 2020. Which is probably where they're going to premiere their new movie slate. Um, this yeah, is probably it's, it's a totally smart move. new reboot. <laughs> yeah, this is probably a smart move. Getting all their ducks in a row, having everything. You know, let's let's do the Marvel thing. Let's get everything planned out. Let's give ourselves time to do it right. I would hope is what this means. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's what I would think. You know, most studios want to get things out there get in front of it give you a release date and get in and make that money the fact that they're extending it out is yeah. you know is kind of a good sign when I read that
1: you know the 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 original DCEU is that first universe is coming to a close we we haven't got Wonder Woman 2 yet. It, do you think that's gonna put that on hold to be moved no 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 new...
0: no 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 they're gonna they're gonna get the money out of those they're already uh doing i mean I, I i don't know i i don't think that they would just reset they could but i mean they've got they've got a lot invested i mean yeah. and it kind of works well, and, see, and, and we and an we'll, we'll talk more about it here in a minute but you know what yeah. they've got going kind of works. They can right the ship, but anyway,
1: uh, I don't know. It'll, it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be interesting to watch how they uh, put all this back together.
0: Hmm. So you got some E3 news on here?
1: Yeah. Uh. You know, E3's been going out. We've got tons, tons of games that are coming out. You can go to the games radar. Uh, e3 page and i think there's like four pages of game trailers i i went through sifted through the ones i knew i wanted to see and the ones i'm super excited for is obviously you know fallen order which we've already discussed uh the avengers game doesn't really give us very much uh very very teaser basically ends with the hashtag (coughs) reassemble Meaning that I, I believe, you know, we get to see a lot of the, uh, the Avengers that we know and love. A lot of their uh, weapons and stuff are under a lot of rubble and fallen buildings. So obviously something bad's happened. And, you know, um, we're going to be the Avengers and assemble and go out in teams of four. And just, oh, I can't wait. This is going to be a fun game. I really think they've done this the right way. I read that the storyline they knew they wanted to do, they purposely did after in-game. So I don't know any details on it, but that sounds amazing. Uh, we're going to get Baldur's Gate 3, which, you know, did you ever play any of the first two Baldur's Gate? I did not. They're, they're basically just a and d game. I mean, it, it's a straight-up RPG D&D game. Only now they're going to bring it to modern times, and it, it looks amazing. I I can't wait to play this. And finally, uh, you know, I'm always on the lookout for a good horror game. And uh, Blair Witch, Blair Witch, look up that trailer. It uh it looks really good. It looks like it it will scare the crap out of you. Um, I'm sure they're going to do this in a, in a VR. As well as you know, normal gameplay. The one thing I did like to see on a lot of these that I wanted to play, you know, that are coming out next year, is that they're still going to be PS4 compatible. Uh, I think, after looking around and thinking about, uh, you know, the future of gaming, dude, I, I may skip a PS4 Pro and just wait for the PS5. Well,
0: that's what I'm doing. But you're not going to even talk about Death Stranding. Death Stranding, you
1: know, it's one of those games that I'm looking forward to it. I'm super excited for it. Uh, Norman Reedus is going to be in it, and we really don't have many details about it still, even with the new trailer. I I, I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, what's going on here to be talked about. So it, it's definitely one wow. I'll I'll look for. It just uh, I think I'd watched it first, and it wasn't. On my recent mind, by the time I made this list, so yeah, Death Stranding is definitely another one I'm looking forward to.
0: Well, one that pulled my eye was the Outer Worlds. It looks like a cross between a space shooter and, oh, uh, what is it? The one with the junk robot, Claptrap? Um, no. No. Borderlands.
1: Borderlands, yes. And yeah, you don't talk about Claptrap. Trap, trap <laughs> clap, whatever. Whatever. Just, I hate him. I hate him. I've tried to shoot him <laughs> so many times. I hate that guy. Oh, no. Can't stand him.
0: But it's your game. It's your game. Come on now. It's a fun
1: game. I beat the first
0: two. Nice. But yeah, um, always exciting when E3 comes up. Um, I don't follow everything about it, but um, Konami is supposed to have an announcement somewhere in here that I haven't seen yet. Um, That's what all the the Reddit site was hollering about. And, uh, you know, Castlevania, whatever, Rick, we know.
1: I think there'll be some good games. I'm excited.
0: But now they did I did send you a link earlier this week about a game that looked very Castlevania but looked like a cross between uh what is the game I'm thinking of? Um Shoot, it's uh, uh Dante's know. Dante's Inferno in Castlevania. It was called Blasphemous. Okay. That looked fun. Yes. You know, it was a it looked like a uh Symphony of the Night-style game with... Uh, actually, it looked a lot like uh, Dead Cells. And yeah. Dead Cells is a fun game, so yep. I'm looking forward to that. I,
1: I, it looked great.
0: So where are we going? Take me there, Sean.
1: Well, dude, uh, it looks like you're the only one this week with some uh, local haul.
0: Uh, well, I did a little local haul. Uh, I went to Jonesboro with the family, and... It- Stop by Nomad Comics. Now, I've been by the store before. Right. But they were closed every time I tried to go. Uh, This time they were not. And they're a new comic book dealer. They didn't have any back issue bins or anything like that, which, uh, you know, one of those things. But I did look around for just a bit, and they had a couple of things I was looking for. One, uh, specifically what I was looking for, was War of the Realms. Strike Force, Land of the Giants. And this is a comic. You know, War of the Realms is a current crossover that's going on. Where Malekith is taken over like Midgard. Um, this has an Avengers team of Spider-Man, Captain America, Wolverine, Luke Cage, and the Iron Fist. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's really... It's pretty fun, dude. The art is really great. Uh, it's got Spider-Man in it, so it's pretty funny. Like uh, uh, Wolverine throws this helmet, like this. This must be a magical helmet at uh, Spider Man, and the helmet lets him talk to horses. Specifically, it lets him talk to the the, the Pegasus, the Valkyrie steeds, right? Uh, because there aren't Valkyrie to ride them for some reason. Spoilers. And uh, there there's a panel, of course, where Spider Man's talking and nobody can understand. He's just sounding like a horse. And Luke Cage is like, what the is going on.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I saw it on Reddit. Th- it, this was a really good pickup. I really like this book. It was really funny, and the story is good um, and resolves. I mean, it's just a one, you know, uh, 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 a slice of life out of the ongoing story. Uh, but I also picked up something else. This caught my eye in the store.
1: Yeah.
0: And they've... As everybody knows, Marvel's done a few comics called True Believers. I mean, they reissue a comic that was seminal to some of the things that are going on right now, like an Iron Man number fifty-five or a, you know, a Marvel premiere featuring Ant Man. I have one of those, but this one didn't have the True Believer tag at the top of it. Right. This was a a perfect uh, like uh, modern color. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 252 First Appearance of the Black Suit comic. And I was just like, oh, I'll get it. You know, I'll have an eye reader one and this looks nice. I may display it or something like that. And I got to looking at it after I got home and this is an exact replica of that entire comic. Ads and everything. Like, there is not a modern thing on here except for the barcode on the front page, and the three ninety nine price, and the Marvel logo—that is it. The rest of it is all that original comic, That's awesome. except for you know digital colors and all that. Um, and I love it; I absolutely love it.
1: That is way it's, cool.
0: It's it's like my G one reissues, you know.
1: You enjoy and those,
0: I'm, and and I got some bags and some boards, so I'm good there. That's awesome. And um, so I also picked up. Uh, Target had a sale. Now, I already have this on DVD, but I could not resist. They had 4K, Blu-ray, and digital Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So now I have the best Right. the best. And it was cheap, so I got it. And this also means another thing that um, I now have an extra digital copy. Nice. Sean, do you know what, an, what I do with extra digital copies? I, I hope you give them away they are being given away given away give away give away there will be a giveaway uh starting Monday after this episode uh if you uh tag a friend and like the post on Facebook and if you uh retweet on Twitter your name goes into the drawing for the digital copy of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse
1: sweet that's awesome. Already, alright, I got that. Dude, I got the digital copy uh, the day it came out. I, you you, had called and discussed this with me. I, I think I'm just a digital copy guy now. And I really, actually, I hate that. I loved having physical copies. I really do. Uh, you know, all my DVDs that I still have, all my Blu-rays that I still have, I absolutely adore them, but convenience has won out and you know the ability to not turn on the dvd player in all my laziness uh has won out and i think i'm a straight up digital copy person now
0: all right we'll it's see kind when all kind that of, it's when, kind of sad. when when the bomb go when the emp goes off well it's not yellow yellow like you won't
1: goes. be hanging out with me so
0: i'll just bum your dvds ah, well that's true okay um that's all i got sean all right um tell us where are you, you at
1: i uh i didn't really get to watch anything new uh this oh. week i know i know uh i watched thor that that's still a really good movie i think it's underrated for uh a marvel movie i know it's i know it's ranked down there you know in fan favorites but i i really enjoyed thor there was something else that I was going to tell you that I was like, oh yeah, I rewatched this, but I don't remember what it was. But you have seen two two movies, one very very new that I'm very interested in your take on. Let's uh let's hear about it. What what have you seen recently?
0: Well, the most recently I've seen is uh Shazam. <laughs> yes. And and you haven't seen that I yet. I have not. Yeah, Shazam was very fun, very enjoyable. Um, they didn't lie. It is it is a fun movie. I recommend Shazam. Uh, it is it is it, it feels a little small. Right. Uh, you know, Mark Strong. It happens in Philadelphia, which I'm already a fan of, of course. I'll forgive it. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And uh, Mark Strong plays, uh, what's-his-face, bad guy, Seville, Sivanis, whatever. I don't know. Maybe he, I think he's got a sword and he's a pirate. But, uh, you know, Zachary Levi playing uh, Billy Batson, quote-unquote Billy Batson, Shazam. Uh, very good. Very fun. Uh, I took Logan, who is 13, right. and his his cousin, who's a couple years younger than him, had a blast. Right. Uh, very fun movie. Very family-oriented. Can I, can I uh, let Jax
1: watch it first off, or do I need to give it a watch to...
0: It is... They do have a couple of, you know, bad words right. in it. There are some scary imagery, because they have, like, the seven deadly sins. Okay. Is what the wizard, Shazam, was holding back this whole time. Right. And it's... um. Uh, there was somebody had their little kid there and I heard them say, I'm scared, you know, it's scary me. Yeah. So it uh it has some imagery that I would hold up on on like I didn't take okay. Soon. Um but the movie starts out really good. It introduces you to Billy Batson, you know. And there was a couple of moments that deal with kids and family uh feelings that really did kind of get me. Um, You know, he's a, he's a foster child and he's, you know, got this thing about my parents not love me. Right. You know, did they leave me and that kind of thing? And it's, it's done really well. Uh, That part of it, the, the family and the foster family is amazing. Like um, I heard people talk about like the dad, the mom in this was really kind of a standout performance and it really kind of was, they were really funny. But it did feel a lot like a family, That's awesome. like a, a well, like a good unit. All the kids did great in this movie. Um, I would say if if there was any weakness, it would actually be between Zachary Levi and Mark Strong. Okay, you know because it was you know uh, kind of big bad villain, you know, and I'm the superhero, you know, kind of. Uh kind of juvenile, right. but I think that's what they went right. for, so, but anyway, I enjoyed the movie. It was fun. That's a definitely, that's a buy. That's awesome. That Alright, sweet. And then the um, let's say the, the end the cameo at the end is, both cameos at the end, the end of the movie mm-hmm. and the after credit scene or the mid credit scene are completely over the top. And it's great.
1: Nice. All right, I'll have to see it as soon as I can.
0: Yeah, yeah. As soon as you can grab it digitally, I suggest you do. It it was really fun, and and I know how big of a fan of Zachary Levi you are. But let's get into the the dark part of our review
1: here.
0: X Men: Dark Phoenix. Now, it only did thirty three million this week. Yes,
1: the lowest Um, grossing of any X Men film in franchise history.
0: Well, not really for the reasons that you would you would think. Not seeing the movie yet. Um, went into the movie. You know, this is the last one. If they don't do anything with New Mutants of the of the X Men era of X Men Fox. Right. Um. Let me start off by saying Sophie Turner's performance in the movie was good. Um, she did a really good job. I mean, she did portrayed Jean as this you know young woman struggling to go through, you know, dealing with, with what's inside of her, what's revealed to her, and I I felt it. It was fine. I, I have no problem with Sophie Turner's performance in the movie. Nice. Um, a lot of the movie. Uh, and they did do one thing that I really did like about it was portray Charles Xavier as the dick he is sometimes. Uh, you know, sending people on missions that maybe, you know, uh, that maybe they should have let somebody, you know, not risk everybody. Um, Nightcrawler was great in this movie. Uh, Michael Fassbender was great in this movie. There's a lot of really good things going on. It's just the writing and direction of the movie. Yeah little bit lazy. A little bit lackadaisical. A little bit, eh, you know, we don't have to finish strong. You know, they're, we're bought out. It's fine. Um, and the, and I, so. Well, he, he. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want to spoil it. No, but no, like, no, So the bad guys in the movie. Yeah, they're from comic book lore, but. Uh, Mm. Bad Guy's not really big. Uh, this Jessica Chastain, contrived. Contrived, contrived, contrived. Uh, and yeah, uh, some of the things they choose to do. If you've ever seen Avatar The Last Airbender, <laughs> the movie, yeah. not the TV series, the movie. The choices they do with some of the people's powers. Yeah i'm not I'm not sure that's what you should have done with it. I mean, if magneto is surrounded with nothing but metal, you're probably not going to have a good time right? But somehow they get past magneto, so i'm, I'm I don't know, I don't know it just it just didn't set well right. with me but the the movie was fine. Well, here, like I told like I told you it was serviceable okay. but you're going out uh, this needs to be your masterstroke you don't need a serviceable movie on the last one you're doing like this is what we're doing this is the last hour and a half we're spending with these characters and this is what you're doing right I mean, you want to swing for the fences with something like Dark Phoenix. I could see if they threw everything at it and go, okay, let's put everything into this. Let's make, you know, the Phoenix this amazing thing. And let's do this story of love and death and this sacrifice and, and all this. And they kind of, uh, Jean's Phoenix is kind of the best part of the movie. Right. Really? Yeah. But then nothing else kind of meets comes oh. up to that level. <laughs> well, he, here's
1: my question for you: That that's uh, out of this group, out of this set of X Men that we will more than likely never see again, who are you gonna miss most?
0: Um. So if they if they don't keep anybody, right. if we're just saying they're gonna wipe the smoke yeah. clean, and not keep anybody, I would think probably the best thing about them is Nicholas Holt's Beast. Ooh,
1: see, I'm going Michael Fassbender's Magneto.
0: Yeah, I think they, they got lucky with him and Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, I understand that Michael Fassbender is such a such a good actor, and he does... There is a great moment in the movie where he goes... He goes from caring to emotional to vengeance... And it is it is kind of breathtaking in that moment. Yeah, it's a really good good portrayal by. See, him. See,
1: I go James um, McAvoy a close second.
0: It's... yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I could see that. Except for uh, my problem with James McAvoy is that I see James McAvoy. I don't like. Uh, well, I mean, Patrick Stewart, You never seen John? whatever whenever. No no no. Whenever I see Patrick Stewart as Charles Xavier, I see Charles Xavier right. on the screen. Yeah. That's that's who I see. He, you know, he's Patrick Stewart is one of those actors that slips into a role masterfully, just like when I see Ian McKellen on screen as Magneto, I don't see Gandalf. No. I see Magneto. Yes. I mean, he is masterful at yeah. that. Um James McAvoy it is that voice and that look? You know, he's a smooth, good-looking, even bald guy. It's James McAvoy to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where we go from here. Yes, very much so, and I can't wait for them to. Like, the only one that makes it will be Ryan Reynolds, and he will constantly refer, <laughs> constantly refer to these movies and characters, and nobody will have a clue what he's talking about
1: going to be awesome oh i hope he going remembers to be all of it i hope when they bring him over he has all of his memories of all the horrible things that have happened to deadpool <laughs> oh it'll
0: be incredible all right well anyway sean that wraps it up we're good for this week we're where can they contact you? uh right now i'm still the most active
1: on my instagram so at mainder 98 go and give it a follow and uh you know, I'll be I'll be posting some social medias.
0: Uh nice. Rick, you can find yeah, oh, go you can find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search not so southern gentleman on Facebook. You can hit us both back at not so southern gentleman at gmail Now
1: don't forget Rick is giving away uh, into the spider verse. So He'll make a Facebook post or uh, a Twitter post. I assume both. And if it's on Twitter, give it a retweet and a like. And if it's on Facebook, tag a friend and like the post as well. Is that correct, Rick? That's correct. All right. For Not-So-Southern Gentlemen, I'm Sean.
0: I'm Ricky. you have a
1: good one.